0: Want to stay up to date on the biggest stories in pop culture and entertainment? Then be sure to check out the TMZ podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton from TMZ, the TV show, and every day I'll sit down with a member of our news team to give exclusive breakdowns of the day's most talked about headlines, stories we break, and the stories you care about. So check out the TMZ podcast Monday through Friday and the other podcasts from the TMZ audio network like Last Days and TMZ Verified available on all podcast platforms.
1: Coming up on TMS, the life of Brian's. Stupid brain pee. Grab my Galactus. Now grab your Sentinel. KT Data is Scott's backup plan. Just close your face. Fast and Furious, 1872.
2: Sir, you are going 400 gallops per hour.
1: Spoiler alert, Ali Wong smells like beef. Magic Johnson's secret to good
2: health? being incredibly rich and having lots of free time
1: the harbor freight guarantee it works long enough nobody wants burnt pizza the boys are not all right
2: neither took kids nor left kids tooling your own tools with bill puff puff fusion with bobby and more on this episode of the morning stream
3: look officer you have no right insulting my client you have nothing on him
1: (laughs) and yes we have we have many things on him and this clown of yours is going to need more than a lawyer to clean up his shit.
4: He came to apologize and make out with tongues. The Morning
2: Stream. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream.
4: The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. It is the end of the beginning.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's uh, Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Ibbett. Good morning, Brian.
2: Good to you. morning to your yeah. Morning. Morning. Morning.
1: Uh, I had to talk to three new Brian's yesterday.
2: Oh, my God. Three brand new Brian's. Yep.
1: I got a commission I'm working on for somebody doing some art for somebody. His name is Brian with a Y, but still, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. pronounced Brian. Uh-huh. Um, another Brian who's uh, working, he's my accountant's, some sort of assistant role at my accountant's office. Had to uh-huh. deal with him for tax stuff. And then we had a Brian do our aeration. Um, wow. Yeah. Look at the diversity of Brian. No
2: kidding! Oh, I can't wait to talk to these guys at the convention. It's going to be so cool to yeah. say, "Hey, I hear all three of you would just worked with uh, Scott in, in Utah." And you're we'll going to oh. you're going to keynote. They say, "Oh, that we thing? know like 45 Scotts." Tell me which one you're talking about.
1: <laughs> you should keynote at that event. You should be the uh, <laughs> the hot Brian of the week. You know. You know?
2: Uh, being a Brian means uh, different things to hold on a second. That's not for
1: it. Let's do It's not bad. It sounds do, like kind of a half empty con- convention room.
2: It's a very, this is kind of like, yeah, this is kind of bathroom, <laughs> the bathroom one. Uh, I like it. All right. Uh, thank you guys all for coming. Uh, oh, I've been a larger bathroom now. Uh, <laughs> woo! Woo! Brian, woo! You know, being a Brian comes with it some very important responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Preach! Preach it, Brian! Yes.
2: I know some of you are waiting to go to the, uh, the the keynote session about with a Y or with an I. Don't worry, we'll wrap up before that. But uh.
1: show us your boobs. <laughs> I would say I would yell from the twentieth uh, row yeah uh, who, who
2: would be the like you know who would be the ideal keynote speaker at a brian convention would be oh man brian dennehy brian brown brian well they're both dead we gotta yeah, find Oh, so so they're all, we all three dead. those two out man all three dead. Oh yeah he's dead too yeah
1: Jeez. Uh famous brian
2: cranston Ooh, oh brian cranston is uh
1: yeah he's yeah. good too
2: brian. maybe not brian williams yeah. maybe not that
1: one maybe not him uh is he in trouble i didn't know about him is he busy in trouble that Brian guy. Williams, he yeah. did the whole lying thing. The the uh, the news. I was
2: on a helicopter news. Oh,
1: there, right? the, something in the the second uh, Gulf yeah, War. Yeah,
2: it's why we have Lester Holt doing the NBC nightly news. <laughs> now.
1: That's right. <laughs> I think his Brian Williams' daughter's doing better than he is in the right. public Ooh, eye.
2: Brian Posehn is a good one. Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah, Brian
1: Cox is good. He could talk about this new season of uh, Succession. Uh, you could do.
2: He cuts like a knife. I hear.
1: I just did. I did a search for famous Bryans, and it gave me a list of favorite famous Ryans. That's stupid. <laughs> like really? I got Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Seacrest, like Ryan Coogler. Uh, I thought you was, know why? Yeah,
2: because well, even the the least famous Ryan is more famous than the most famous Brian. Sadly, <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> Brian, the Ryans are always oppressing uh, the Bryans, Is I that mean, what you're saying? Listen, you got
2: Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. I mean, come on. There's uh, yeah. Brian Cranston. I think is our most famous Brian, and and uh, you know, in the height of Breaking Bad, he could hold a candle to Ryan Reynolds. But yeah, sorry that the, the Ryan Reynolds kind of is the is the shit right now.
1: Yeah, and real quick, just to throw it out there, I screwed up. Uh, Brian Blessed is actually 86 and doing fine. He's left. oh good, thanks. Yeah. Oh. I swear well, I heard bad. he died. I'd kill Brian Blessed. You know what I do? I mix him up with... Oh, uh, alive! <laughs> that's the one. I, I mix him up with uh, with Hagrid, that guy that died. Uh, Robbie oh, Coltrane. Sure. Yeah. For whatever reason, those two are the same dude for me sometimes in my head. And I don't know why. Mm um we got a new theory oh, on the May. oh brian
2: May's a very good brian Sean. oh that's Jeez. a good
1: brian we got some more we're probably some good song or music brian's including yeah. oh heck
2: yeah brian Eno. of yeah course.
1: yeah you got your uh nobody
2: you, said brian boitano interesting all right fine
1: weird who's brian johnson i don't know who that brian is Brian johnson uh brian johnson i know brian uh, johnson ACDC.
2: am i am i thinking wrong isn't he
1: no he's yeah, um acdc
2: wait is that right yeah, I checked his vocalists for ACDC. Oh yeah, duh, Brian Johnson. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's it's the it's com- like he, our show. Yeah, he- <laughs> he's, he's basically our show. It just sounded so. It sounded wrong.
2: <laughs> when you said that, I was like, "Am I? Am I? Have I been getting his name wrong this whole time?"
1: No, like, it wasn't ringing a bell. Oh, there's yeah. also the life of Brian. It's not really a guy though. It's yeah, a character. Can't show a bit. Yeah, can exactly. Yeah, it doesn't count. I guess. Well, anyway. Uh, hey we have a new top we have a new theory on the misdemeanor deal the guy you oh, good. let's hear it this is a text from beffy Dino uh, in our chat room and it says this <laughs> uh it says you're sort of dog spurt is what she dog calls spurt. herself I yeah, love it dog spurt
2: which I had to read two three times to understand what she what she meant by that.
1: Yeah, because the whole sentence is, for morning stream, hi there, it's Elizabeth, a.k.a. Beffy Dino, for your, uh, sorry, your frog pants sort of dog spurt, lol. It's a weird yeah. sentence.
2: And dog spurt, I thought, oh, this is how, this sounds gross. I would have spelled it D-O-G-X-P-E-R-T, dog spurt.
1: Oh, I see. It's
2: spelled to S-P-E-R-T, which is like, <laughs> watch out, don't
1: step right there There's some dog spurt. Yeah, you don't want <laughs> you don't want to, who's cleaning up the dog spurt? I didn't, it's not my turn. Anyway, right? It says, I have a theory about misdemeanor. What's your neighbor's pet's names? Maybe they were opening the door, and they tried to get out, and the person yelled, Mr. Neener, or Mr. Meaner. <laughs> so they got an uh, I, I don't love think that's the it. the idea of a cat or a dog named Mr. Meaner. Yeah.
2: Come on, Mr. Meaner. Mr. Meaner.
1: Mr. Meaner. Where's yeah. Mr. Time to Eat, Mr. Meaner?
2: That's middle of the night, though, right? Because it was like 2 in the morning or something? Yeah, it
1: was in the morning, and they also have no pets, so I hate to crush this theory, but they have no pets over there. They're the ones that used to have the big fat dog that pooped in my yard all the time. But they no longer have that dog, and no dog to speak of, or cat. (laughs) They neither
2: take dogs nor leave dogs. Yeah, they neither take
1: dogs nor. We don't know what happened to that dog, but that was the impetus for our our neighbor fight.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was the uh, sure.
1: Yeah, everything's fine now. It's all good now. Although that guy, dude, that guy in electric cars, he's got two Teslas, maybe Mm -hmm. three. Can't remember if he kept the coupe or not. He has one. Um, it, uh, what, what's the Beamer electric, whatever that is, that weird looking yeah. Beamer. And he has two Chevy Volts. Um, wow. And one, what was the other one? Maybe the new Hyundai, something, some other I, electric.
2: And it's just the two of them in the house, right?
1: Uh, him and them and their two kids. They have two little young kids. And, um, I
2: imagine they, he's doing Turo. I mean, that sounds like, that sounds like, um
1: someone who's renting all of those oh, out. That's an interest. I hadn't thought of that. Cause up till now I, thought, I just thought, what are you doing? I know he knows someone at a dealership and maybe mm-hmm. just rotates through these. He also mm-hmm. has a bunch of inheritance money. He just sort of spends on stuff. It's all I know for sure. He, he opened yeah. like a gaming just- cafe right before COVID. And then that all pooped out because of COVID.
2: Oh, that's too bad. God, wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been great if uh, you could have like partnered up with him on that and uh- <laughs> had an event there. <laughs> <laughs> well, or just you know, been like a co-owner of a gaming cafe. Oh, I mean, I'd that love feels that! Like yeah. it's a Scott Johnson thing, right there. But I don't know if
1: me and me and Tesla can be partners.
2: You know? Yeah, no, that would be after have to be, after
1: our history. You know, yes,
2: it'd have to be like. Are you go in the office state yep all right i'm staying home <laughs> you know you never see them both at the same time in the same place no nope. kind of. he
1: has meetings with employees i have separate meetings with them we can't do it
2: right.
1: <laughs> exactly uh well anyway nice stab at an idea but as unfortunately no dogs or cats so the mystery goes unsolved if anyone right. has any ideas let us know we'd love to hear it um we got some calls as well these are always good to get i like Ooh, these love it Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a Galactus idea. Here you go.
0: Hey, Scott and Brian. This is a message for TMS. This is Andy in Memphis, and I just wanted to throw in my vote for Galactus. I think the best guy who could portray the the purple giant is Hugo Weaving. He's got a strong jaw. He can be menacing. He can be fierce. Uh, and I just think he would be really, really up for the task. Uh, so my vote would be for Hugo Weaving. I think he'd do great. Thanks, guys.
1: Bye. What do you think of that? What do you like about that? Uh,
2: well, I mean, I know we've had other minor characters who've played dual roles in the MCU, but Red Skull mm. <laughs> would be a pretty major one to be both Red Skull and Galactus. Um, I, what I do like about that is that you could see the bottom half of hugo weaving's face and know it's hugo weaving Mm. right Mm because that because galactus whole like you know you basically just see everything from the the nose down and it's it's an angle one
1: like that right it's like a tp i think so i've
2: got him got him over there if you want me to grab uh, galactus and i can bring him over and show him to you grab galactus want me to grab
1: my galactus yeah grab galactus brian i want to see this so i'm gonna look him up too (laughs) while you're doing that uh let's see here galactus headgear looks a little like Oh, that's not him. That's Galactus. <laughs> that's not him at all. All right, he's a here we little
2: go. Little dusty because he's been sitting on top of the uh, the deal. But yeah, he's uh, like, oh this yeah, is, okay. This is a big, big ass. Uh, this is a build a figure thing. That is but what? Yeah. What
1: is? So if you held that, you need the really tiny, tiny little uh, MCU characters around him, right? Because that's got to... Yeah. You have to show it's the like, difference. You know, Here's Galactus with Howard the Duck. Oh, perfect,
2: perfect. (laughs) Comparison. Oh, the crossover
1: I've been waiting for. Fantastic.
2: (laughs) Who hasn't been waiting for that? Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, Hugo weaving is good. I mean, uh, really. I mean, Steve Buscemi could pull off Galactus because, again, you're only seeing, like, a little bit of his
1: face. That's true, dude. So is that where we focus is that little section there? And then voice obviously matters. Voice. So you want to have yeah, the medicine. thing. They can,
2: they can do anything with the voice and CGI and stuff. I mean, Chris Eccleston, relatively vocally unrecognizable in Thor Dark World. It was it wasn't until somebody reminded us like, oh yeah, that is Chris Eccleston. Yeah, Dick. we were the
1: in the face. It but, was when we were watching it Saturday or yeah, yeah, it was Friday, and you were like, oh my gosh, that's Chris Eccleston. I was like, yeah. I couldn't tell until you said it. <laughs> like he, yeah. he really did disappear into that role pretty well. He right really
2: now. did. But you know they can do stuff with the voice to um uh to to make it uh, somebody else. I don't know. I mean it really Galactus could easily be a
1: no-name actor that
2: they bring in. When they it always depends
1: like when they always show him grabbing a world or standing above a yeah, world or whatever. Yeah. Where is he yeah. standing? Is he floating out there? He just floats in space, but he floats in an
2: upright position like okay. he's <laughs> Yeah. He does he has been shown to be standing on platforms, like a platform that like a, a super Kirby-esque pipes coming out of everything platform that
1: he flies through space on, but and is he a Kirby creation? Did he make him?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Had to be, right? Because he looks 90, like it. 90% sure that he's... Uh, Sam Neil's not bad. Sam Neal would be a good... Oh, yeah, yeah, I, could, I good.
1: could go for Sam Neil.
2: Oh, John Cena. Maybe. And that world eater's name!
1: Yeah, I don't know if I could take him as serious as John Cena, though. You know,
2: yeah, that's true. You almost can't have a comedian. You couldn't have like Jack Black as Galactus.
1: Yeah, had we? Not oh, looked, hey guys, yeah. I'm gonna be eating your planet. <laughs> I'm gonna be eating your planet. <laughs> exactly. I want to know if, um you know, if we hadn't already used him and had such an amazing Thanos run, I think Josh Brolin can do it. Oh, yeah, he would yeah we've really used good. him
2: as Cable as well, which with all that stuff with Deadpool stuff folding into the MCU now. Oh right. That's a
1: good point. Didn't who who did yeah. it? it was some totally different dude who played Red Skull in uh Endgame, right? That was Yeah, it was other... the
2: it's the guy who is in um The Walking Dead who does amazing impersonations of other people. He's hmm. uh um Oh god, what was his he's this guy is like you gotta watch videos of this guy doing impersonations of other actors that he's worked with. Yeah. Um are you looking him up? I'm trying. Right? Can't, I'm yeah. not
1: seeing him. Um, hmm. but he can. He can do anybody. Basically,
2: he can do anybody. Ross Marquand. Thank you. Yes. Gotcha. Oh,
1: yeah. I just found it. You know who I want to. Okay. I've cast. I've cast the uh, Galactus. Are You ready? Here it is. Okay. All right. It's Mark Strong. It was always Mark Strong. It'll always be Mark Strong. That's your guy. We're not bad. Got he that big, cool, way. deep voice. Amazing square jaw strong big beefy he's got a um uh english accent natural to him like you, you just mark strong you're done you got it
2: not bad yeah not bad i, I like do. mark strong it's a great idea
1: yeah he's awesome i would love that oh apparently i'm not alone i just looked like mark strong galactus and there's all kind of fan
2: a lot of people already saying that that's great Oh,
1: man i was hoping i had a good yeah. idea there but
2: everybody else. uh yeah he he does the voice of uh the immortal and rudy In uh, the Invincible animated series, by the way, we should be getting some more of that here pretty soon, right? That should be
1: soon. I think so. Season two was being worked on. I would hope so.
2: Um, The voice of Ultron in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I'm trying to remember Ultron in the. Oh, you see him in the um, the alternate universe. uh, You know, uh, thinking like uh, basically talking about defeats an ultra uh, in other universes or yeah. something. No, and he maybe? was
1: there and was his I don't remember him talking though. I guess maybe it must have been a I don't either. Some small. Yeah, I don't remember yeah,
2: that. Talking about the Illuminati and stuff. Is anyone anyway. not in
1: the MCU? They're all in. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
2: I mean there there's a lot that need to be. I mean there's a lot that that are, but I mean think you, you think of like uh Liam Neeson and uh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, Liam Neeson? Mainly yeah. Star you know Wars, what? DCU, but no MCU yet, right?
1: I don't think so, unless he did a voice of something, or maybe he has in a cartoon, but like live action? I can't think of anybody. You're not yeah. going to have Terrence Howard do it, Max Trollbot. Terrence Howard got fired by the MCU. He's not coming back. He's oh. done. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. former, former roadie Terrence Howard. Yeah, and I like uh, Terrence
1: Howard as an actor. I just think he was a debutante and got kicked out for good reasons. But um, Right. Ooh, Mark Strong's uh, in the new upcoming Dune TV show? Channing Tatum, oh, you guys Channing, is a terrible yeah. idea. No Channing Tatum. No Channing. Tatum. Although Channing you know black. what, he's kind of a um, you know what. He'd be good. He'd be good as a Sentinel, because they're kind of blank faced, big blocky, just
2: yeah. But you never head. see a Sentinel's face. It's not like they're they're huge dudes wearing Sentinel costumes. Those are one hundred percent
1: CGI. Yeah, they of course, need- of course. But it'd be like in the same in the same way that Thanos is you know resembles uh josh brolin you'd have it kind of look you know oh, be mo-capped no. by him those those that want me to grab my sentinel now scott yeah grab me a sentinel yeah <laughs> what do you got over there sentinel uh okay i'm looking at one i mean i don't know you could do this oh yeah they're like iron men basically they're like Iron Man, aren't they? They have, like, metal faces.
2: Yeah, they have metal faces. Oh, yeah. That one's a
1: cool yeah. one. Yeah.
2: He's flipping he's
1: flipping everybody off, too. Where'd you, you get that guy? He's awesome.
2: He's another Build-A-Fig. Early days of Build-A-Fig had big figures you could build. Like, now the Build-A-Figs are, are probably about half this size. But uh, Wow. And Warlock and stuff like this. But, yeah, Galactus and um, the Sentinel were the two huge uh, Build-A-Figs.
1: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, no Channing Tatum. You don't need him for that. No,
2: you don't need
1: you don't need any actors for for Sentinels. No, um, but is there a Sentinel that's like, ooh, King Sentinel guy, Master who's, Mold? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah,
2: okay. still a still a robot though. Right. Um, and we had Dinklage as uh, um, Trask, the uh, creator of the.
1: Uh, oh, the and, we, and we had said that before. Like he would be, he could. It Would be funny to do it, but that would be twice now that they tried to be funny with a little person being a oh, giant,
2: yes. Person. Having, having uh, right, uh, Dinklage as a Galactus, or as <laughs> yeah, you can't do that twice as master of old or something, yeah.
1: Yeah, you do that twice, you're starting to look like you got one joke to make, and it's not, yes, the, exactly, it's not the best joke, I guess. Uh, all right, we got a, a, cool. another uh, t- a call here about uh, well, it's about itching. All right, so mm. okay. let's, let's All check right. this out hey
0: Scott I keep forgetting to call but a few weeks ago you mentioned you have a patch of skin that from time to time itches like crazy you said your doctors have said that there's nothing that can be done about it have you tried hydrocortisone cream I'm surprised no one has recommended it. It's readily available in pharmacies. I always have it in my medicine cabinet for just the thing you're talking about. over the counter strength is 1%. There used to be a 2% available with prescriptions. You should try it. Again, it's hydrocortisone free. Love the show, though. Terry Z in Chicago. All
1: right. I have Terry Lee. I have that stuff. But the problem is, I thought that was only <laughs> for. Did he say Z? what did I say, Lee? Yeah, Terry
2: Z said Lee. Terry
1: oh. Lee. Oh, I couldn't tell. Um, he, uh, the patch of skin that we're talking about does not turn red or get puffy or have any visible sign of anything. And I thought that stuff only worked on like rashes and stuff, but maybe, maybe I should try it. I just have this one place on my calf. It's not doing it today, but this like in such an intense itch. Uh Um, and I've tried everything lotion. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. The only thing that seems to solve it is if I itch it a lot and then it'll go away and I won't have it for a month and then it'll come back. But never uh any visible anything. It's just like a sensation. So if he's saying that stuff will work on uh, you know, if 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 if, if that it cream will work. don't
2: have a visible skin skin issue.
1: Yeah, I'll try that. I just didn't even think oh. about it. Cuz normally I've used that before on like real rashes and stuff or like an allergic yeah. reaction to something or whatever but uh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, I think I think that that um it should, it should work just like, like it does on puffy red, you know, yeah. uh, inflamed skin. Cause yeah. it's basically just, um, soothing and, and, uh, um, I don't know what it's doing to the skin, honestly. I'm I don't either. That up. Skin's soothing. weird,
1: man. Skin's weird. Skin's weird. Yeah.
2: If, if only science understood skin. Yeah. We just don't. Science <laughs> has no idea what's going on. Can we skin.
1: get our heads around skin science? It's such like, a
2: mystery. The uh, next thing. big project. Hey, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Uh, live on the show because you know that's a great place for doing this. Sure. Uh any luck getting uh getting cup of noodles, uh maple syrup, bacon, eggs,
1: oh waffle? shit. Um no, okay. So I'm glad you said yeah. that because I kind of forgot to have Kim follow up. But she's going out today to ship a bunch of stuff for me and I'm gonna have her okay. do a check again. Yeah, uh, just,
2: just pull up the Walmart list and uh and you know you can you just basically pull up that item and then just keep changing your store until it shows available for pickup and then you can order it pull up into one of their pickup spots and have somebody deliver a $1.99 cup of noodles to your car.
1: That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> well, a big question mark above their head yeah. like, "Why are you doing this?"
1: They look like a quest giver in World of Warcraft by the time. Exactly,
2: cuz uh, listen, I've got this one sitting up on my countertop waiting for me to consume it, and I want to consume it.
1: Yeah, I want to we got to do this before we go to Vegas. We have to at yeah, least exactly. digest this once and never have it happen again, you know.
2: <laughs> well, I bought I bought 5 and gave one to Tristan, so I'm going to be at least consuming four of these unless it's so horrendous that I throw the other four out.
1: That's maybe going to happen. For three well, we'll see maybe it'll be great i don't know yeah yeah we have no idea KT KT data
2: Data says uh he's got one there for you just yeah he does so we'd have to just
1: hook up with him as my backup plan we and we i talked to kim about that like we can't find this then we'll we'll just meet up and do it all right i I just didn't want him to go through too much work you know i don't like to i know i know i don't like to be a drag
2: he's happy to do it because he'll be on the show he'll be able to like watch the show and say hey i made that happen
1: yeah it's content It's content. Speaking of the itch, I'm sure that after all this talk about creams and whatnot, uh, Dr. Jerry Tolbert will say something after the show on our Discord and fill us Mm -hmm. in on what's up.
2: Yeah, I like that.
1: I like that, too. Okay. Time for some of this here news that I've provided. It's time for that news, and it's brought to you by...
2: A mouthful of nets.
1: I went on a brief uh, walk jog with my dog walk mm-hmm. jog with my dog
2: Go walk with your dog
1: and there's these gnat things flying around this time of year it's always like right around the first touch of spring and uh I ran through a cloud of them and got a big mouthful and uh Ooh. yeah Ooh. I, I hate mean, that no side effects That's or anything cool weird but
2: all the damn time and I yeah, hate
1: it it's gross right <laughs> it's not it's not what you asked for and uh I realize you know we're, we're consuming all sorts of micro we don't see every day like I'm mm-hmm. probably just breathe one in now and don't even know it but when you can see them and you know that they have a presence wow. in your mouth, it's awful. It's terrible. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's And it's when you're on a bike and you're going 15, 20 miles an hour and you see this cloud and there's zero that you can do other than, than close your, like you basically just close your face. You just mm-hmm. go, yeah. You, yeah, wait for wait for all the ricocheting, little beep, 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 beep. Try not to you. breathe
1: in. Try not to, you know, have your mouth yeah. open. But I did and it didn't taste like anything, but it made me want to die so there's protein that. yeah protein. protein that's right it tasted <laughs> like protein <laughs>
2: yeah
1: um all right here's an interesting bit of news everybody's been talking about uh you know is is uh, donald trump the first president to have to be indicted you know yeah. by, a, by a federal court um and the answer is yes however did a little digging Lu- uh, ulysses s grant former president of the united states president grant uh, General Grant and the in the great uh, Civil War of this country. <laughs>
2: That's right. Yes,
1: was arrested for speeding on a horse drawn carriage. Oh, that son of a bitch! I know what a dark day in American history that must have been.
2: I could speed on a horse-drawn carriage through the center of the city, and nobody could do anything about it.
1: Well, he had kind of an he had sort of a reputation for this. Um, Did he really? (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, so, so this Manhattan grand jury thing that's going on with Trump right now it's it's unprecedented uh, stuff for sure. But he's not the first commander in chief to learn that no one in the country is above the law. Nineteen or eighteen seventy-two, President Ulysses S. Grant was arrested for speeding on his horse. Drawn carriage in Washington D.C., which was highlighted by the Washington Post way back in 2018. Uh, uh, they brought that up again when he was doing the impeachment stuff. Um, Grant still faced some uh, stuff. It wasn't impeachable what he did, but he faced consequences. Okay, <laughs> um, it was
2: a it was a witch hunt, Scott. Back in a time when we actually had witch hunts. Yeah, well, yeah when uh, had, was, we were uh, horrible, real witches. Horrible.
1: Yeah, real witches then. Um, Anyway, the general who helped lead the Union to victory in the Civil War was arrested on the corner of 13th and M Streets in the national capital. Or M Street, I assume. Um, The story of his arrest was once told in the September 27th, 1908 edition of the Washington Evening Star with the headline, Only Policeman Who Ever Arrested a President. Then they interviewed the cop. Uh Let's see. The police officer who arrested him was a black man who fought in the Civil War named uh, William H. West, who gave his account of the incident to the Star, which uh, the Post then dug up. Grant apparently had a penchant for speeding and a love for fast horses and had more than one run-in with Officer West. Aww. Wow. Well, you know, wow. some of us some of us have uh, proclivities, uh, you know, I don't know who don't know who I'm talking about here, but somebody out there may just like put their pedal to the metal because they really enjoy the sensation of speed. Sure, doesn't make sure. him a bad They're, person; just makes him a you know. A, what's, the, what's the horse equivalent? Putting the whip to the
2: to the mane. <laughs> That's the, did the, they have the a? Do the I mane? wonder
1: if there was a. Is there a. Is there a saying for that? Let's think here. What would you say? Um, yeah, you know, man, he was. He really put the.
2: I mean, all I can think of is the the whip, <laughs> horse drawn carriage.
1: I guess the spurs to the he really
2: put the whip to the horse and was uh, flying. He did was they
1: did they spur going him at
2: least twenty five miles an hour down that street?
1: Early nineteen hundreds, they would still spur horses, right? They had spurs on their shoes and boots, I think. So maybe that's oh, it. Oh, Yeah,
2: but that's if you're on a horse with not a carriage. Oh, but right. That's a single horse. Right right. Yeah.
1: right. right, right, right. Yeah. Can't go out there and kick him with well, spurs. If you like
2: Icors, I- I- though, put the spurs to the furs. If he was just sitting on a horse and not in a carriage, put the spurs to the furs is really good.
1: That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good
2: yes Spurs i the feel first. the need the need to go 25 miles an hour down the busiest street in town on my horse drawn carriage <laughs>
1: yeah the yeah. mad or the magnet no there's the fast and the spurious ah see what we did there oh
2: there you go the spurious yeah
1: one. not bad um all right anyway so that's the thing just remember there's always some cool history about something you don't know about and that was one i knew or didn't know sure until today uh here's a fun one. A uh this, a man faces charges after stealing a school bus, which led to police uh chasing him in a multi county chase. People have uh uh reported this here. Where is this? Fox forty three and is this Florida? I think so. Uh,
2: Abbottstown where is Abbottstown? yeah the york county carroll township police department uh all right i'm mean, gonna just go right to the article probably it's probably the only nothing. way
1: it's the only way to be yeah. sure brian it's the only way
2: harrisburg pennsylvania
1: harrisburg okay yep oh and, and also there's gettysburg that would have been a giveaway um anyway police have arrested a man who allegedly stole a bus in adams county before leading authorities on this chase tony saunders age 24 why are they always right around twenty four to twenty eight? What's going on with that right now? <laughs> Aren't they all? Aren't they all? They're all like this. This newest shooter wasn't he yeah. right around that? What are you all oh, doing? I don't know. I can't remember. How this, yeah, he was young, twenty five, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you guys all? What? What's the problem? Yeah. Are you guys okay? Are, <laughs> or are they? Are all twenty somethings just angry men? You know. Yeah, I think
2: so was oh, interesting. I uh, got my outside camera and uh, a big cherry picker vehicle just pulled in front of our house and they are looking at our tree. so it looks like Tina arranged to have some can you come over and cut some branches off our tree yeah, yeah. trim could you trim our tree
1: <laughs> And they were more than happy to oblige. they're happy to yeah, come to cones
2: our tree. all in front of our house. Look at this business Oh I'm Brian,
1: not, this is a big deal.
2: You better wrap up before 11 because I have to back out of my garage and their vehicle is completely blocking the driveway. What, got if, what, if they take your whole,
1: what if they take your whole tree? What will you do then? How will you feel? I'll,
2: I'll sit and watch this because I'm too busy doing a show to do any damn thing about it, That's Scott. right.
1: Tina, this is your chance. Have all the things done That's Brian right. can't do anything about while he's I'll, on the show.
2: I'll lay down in front of their cherry picker, but that probably won't work because <laughs> it'll be way above... Where I'm at. I yeah, can't, but you'll uh, be you'll Arthur be a, dent
1: my way out of that one. You'll be a political hero for decades if you lay down in front of it. <laughs> yes. I'd love that. Um yeah. well anyway, this guy stole a Lincoln coach line wait, wait, I'm sorry, yeah, Lincoln Coach Line's bus. There were no kids on the bus. There were neither kids, Good. neither took kids nor left kids <laughs> on the bus. Yeah. Um this is reported by the state police in Gettysburg, uh, where they made an address, I suppose, about the situation at the Gettysburg. Address.
2: Uh, uh, I see what you're saying. I yeah. see. I see where you went
1: with Did you that. See yeah, where yeah, I went there. Address, okay. yeah, uh-huh, uh, yeah. In the early morning hours of Tuesday, and uh, be on the lookout has been sent to law enforcement agencies all around the counties. Uh, the Carroll Township Police spotted the stolen bus shortly after 8 a.m. Uh, after it drove through a parking lot of a giant foods and Rite Aid. I don't know why that's important, but. <laughs> That seems like a weird detail, doesn't it? Here, yeah. Here right, are the stores the, that were in the parking lot. The
2: CVS parking lot is way more like too many parking blocks and medians and stuff to get through the CVS.
1: But the right Aid wide open. Sure. Uh, yeah. See, not only is it a felony because it's a vehicle, uh, it's a vehicle. But the new part you add to it now: were there any children inside? Says the police. Of course.
2: Yeah. Uh, did the mail stop to pick up? Just vehicle to try and steal. Yeah. Why would you do this giant it's yellow the most thing? Lumbering. You're not, you know, you're going to be, oh, leading people on a medium speed chase through the city, through Gettysburg.
1: Yeah, I'd like to do a a real low-key robbery. Uh, Should I take a giant yellow bus that's bigger than most trucks? Sure.
2: You can't hide it behind a, you know,
1: hide it behind a a building or
2: something. (laughs) It's very obvious. It's very large. It's big and it's yellow.
1: When I was young, I wanted to have a bus so bad. I wanted a big really? giant school bus. Yeah. Cause I wanted it to, to
2: like a live in kind of like drive places, live in it.
1: Oh yeah. And I wanted to clear everything out of it. So like yeah. cut it and then put like a hot tub yeah. in the middle of it and then like cushy stuff all around and just make it all customed out and like, you know, cool lights in there and everything. I had all these ideas.
2: 3000 lights. Was yeah.
1: 3000. Li- I had to collect them all 3, first. But, yeah. 80, 84 <laughs> is my collection here. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Never. That never f- fruitioned. Probably because where are you going to find a bus like that? You know.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Like the Partridge family uh, business. Would you paint uh, Mondrian artwork on the side?
1: I mean, I would probably. We would have probably. If If I'd had my way, it would be like, oh, I'm going to do crazy murals on the outside. We're going to paint yeah. it. Do like custom van type airbrush crap is probably what I wanted at the time. Probably not yeah. now, but. But then I never the thing I never thought about is those things are probably a nightmare on maintenance. It's probably a total pain in the ass, right? I'm
2: sure. Yeah. Like so. they
1: break, they're freaking diesel, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think I want that now. But
2: yeah. You're you're better off just getting a Winnebago.
1: Yeah, or you know, even better, it's like that new VW EV bus. I want that. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it. Have you not seen that? <gasps> oh no. Brian, you gotta see this. EV bus. Think of all the you. people that
2: are the ID Buzz. Is
1: that what it's called? There it is,
2: right there. Yes.
1: I love it. It's weird looking. Oh, it's I just
2: would... the. Oh wow, look at that. Oh, I like the white and green version. That's yeah. actually kind of cool.
1: I know. I would drive the hell out of that.
2: Oh no, it is the ID Buzz.
1: ID uh, Buzz. I hate that name. ID Buzz. Yeah. I changed my mind. Think of all the people I could lift in that. <laughs> <laughs> look at that thing, though. I think that is a sexy, hot car. That's uh. I would drive the shit out
2: of that. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. I do like the fact that it, you know, it looks, it's, it's a, it's a more aerodynamic version of the, you know, the, the Hurley driving it down the mountain and lost from the golf course playing Shambhala on the radio.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot all about that in that. You're right.
2: One of my favorite episodes of that show. When they find, uh, find what's his face is dad. The mummified remains of, uh, Michael Emerson's dad and they start playing the tape deck has Shambhala going on it. Is
1: it just me or, or, or should I be getting I'm getting direct lost like rated R lost vibes out of uh out of Yellow Jackets so far.
2: Oh like, it, um It feels no, like lost uh, to me. Because you got yeah, flashbacks, there's, there's,
1: flash forwards, you got the the for sure. Yeah. Yep, Plus, all there's, this mystery uh, of, of
2: po- a potential supernatural component going on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm I'm totally getting lost vibes from it in a good way.
2: Secret factions and uh, the others, and yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: no, no uh, polar bear yet, but who knows? Could oh, come. it's coming. Uh, it's not really coming. No, <laughs> oh, it's a shame. Uh, <laughs> anyway, don't steal buses. I guess is our lesson today. Don't don't yeah. take them or steal them or do anything with them yeah magic johnson take don't take nor leave buses yeah take nor leave buses magic johnson 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 yep well that's and, a name that should be hard for you to pronounce yeah it's a rough one for me shares his wellness routine and this is a guy don't oh. forget this this uh this this is a fella uh, what gots the hiv that's right and yeah. he's held it at bay for uh, what 30 years now
2: years yeah, yeah decades I think, yeah i
1: think at least 30 years he says, I wake up at four o'clock every morning. Brian, guys, this is oh, for you. Oh, me and me and Magic. Look at that. All right. Wow. Good deal. If right. He does it. It sounds like he he does it with
2: an alarm clock. I do it with
1: my eyes. Yeah, your eyeballs. Like what'd you get up? What happened today? What time did you get up?
2: I actually got up at six, but I did uh I was awake from one until two fifteen. Damn. What'd yeah. you do during so that? wide awake. Uh, I watched uh two more episodes of a show that uh but I don't even know why I'm watching. I mean, I'm watching because I'm interested in how it turns out, and I may, I may, I'm not going to say too much because I might end up using it for uh, recommendals. I have one episode left, and I'm curious how they wind up a show where the two main characters I just don't like at all. Really? Uh, but I don't think you're supposed to like the two main characters. Trying uh, to guess
1: what this is, and I can't think what it is.
2: It is. It is brand new. Less than uh, oh, been out for
1: less than a week. I know what it is. I'll bet it starts with a B and ends with an F. It.
2: It does. Yeah, yeah. and I've also mentioned it in our in our planning
1: discussion. Oh, did you? I didn't know if you talked about it. Yeah. my 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 son Nick is telling, is yeah. raving about this and telling me I need to watch it. But
2: ninety nine percent, like ninety nine slash ninety two on Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, but uh,
1: it's all the talk these days. I'm not even a big. I don't. Well, it's not. Um, let's say I'm the person whose initials are AW. Yeah. I only can take that person in small doses, usually, like with the comedy I, side of it. I'm so
2: 100% with you. Yeah. Yes.
1: And I don't know why I that is. I feel
2: like she's kind of a little bit of an over actress.
1: Yeah. And then the other initials, the SY yeah well, I could watch change tires he can like,
2: he can do no wrong for yeah yeah that um, sounds
1: like he plays a character you're not gonna love or that yeah, we can
2: we can we've said so much, we might as well say it's Ali Wong and Stephen Yun, and the show's called beef, it's I'm called not beef sure, beef I'm not sure I'm gonna recommend to it i'm i i want see I need to see the last episode if only I could stay awake for what more episodes got I mm-hmm. could have uh, <laughs> decided but uh
1: i mean here's a clip from it i'll just play this i smell like beef yeah
2: yeah that's that's oh, man, a little bit of a spoiler because that's like in the fifth episode you finally get the revelation
1: i know it feels like that yeah, yeah this is
2: you're, for the first four episodes you're wondering man who smells like beef <laughs> like what well, the big mystery of this tv show is who smells like beef and then finally
1: yeah it's it revealed in the fifth episode that's right it took a long time but we got there we got there we got there Beef stick, yep, beef stick, that's where it all ends. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Magic Johnson says he wakes up at 4, he loves the morning when it's just still and quiet. He has an hour or two to himself, right, he likes to just chill out. He says he gets moving, he stretches, then he lifts weights for an hour, I do cardio for another hour, stationary bike or treadmill, and then I'm off to the office all day. You know the magic Johnson office is where he goes yeah right, exactly uh equally Which... disciplined at bedtime eight or eight thirty p m unless wow. the Lakers are unless the Lakers are playing he says I guess he's still a fan yeah uh he says to taking or in addition to taking his own health seriously uh Johnson age sixty three has been public <clears throat> a public advocate for nearly thirty years these days his focus is on older adults he's partnered with g s k to launch sideline r s v a new health education program to help older adults become, uh, or uh, to better understand the risk and potential seriousness of RSV infection and how to help protect themselves. That's usually the thing you hear about with kids and babies, but
2: adults can get it. Respiratory virus. um, uh, I mean, geez, if I had time to do two hours of like weightlifting and cardio in the morning, I Mm -hmm. guess if I do wake up at four, then I do have two hours to (laughs) <laughs> and I can do a lot of that while I'm watching whatever show that I'm normally watching, just sitting on the couch. So, there's yep. something.
1: Yeah, there's something. I don't know if I could do the eight thirty sleep thing, but I no don't bed that early. No. But I guess if you're always getting up at four, you'd adjust. I suppose yeah. you'd get used to it. Yeah. I don't I'd know. Think you'd think Scott, but, but no. <laughs> I'm just trying to do the windy thing where I go to bed with no no screen time, no nothing. Like yeah. it's hard for me to remember to do that. You know. Mm because I'll get in it's there and go... It's hard for
2: me to want to do that.
1: Yeah, want to and, and yes, remember and yeah. want to. It's hard because yeah. this is a, here's yeah. a period of time where I get to read my book or catch up yes. on the thing I want to see or or whatever. And so, so you'd say, well, Scott, get a real book and read the paper, you know? I, yeah. I, I don't know that that's really going to make that big a difference for me. I understand not sitting there scrolling through TikTok for three hours. That makes sense that that isn't good for me before bed. Mm-hmm. But reading a little book... I don't know. I argue with yeah. myself every night about yeah. what to do.
2: I'd rather try and change, change my brain to uh, love and and rely on uh, some blue light and and some uh, Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, whatever uh, for about half an hour before it's time to go to sleep.
1: Yeah, well, it's too bad that there there aren't some study doesn't say. It's good for humans to stare you, at their phone you for an do hour. This,
2: if you if you really work hard and do this for two years straight, your your brain will actually work for it, and it'll. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Listen, I have no problem falling asleep, and it's and I don't think the blue light is what wakes me up at four o'clock in the morning, or in this case, twelve thirty in the morning.
1: You just got like a an internal clock thing, right? It just happens. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody's got some version of that. but
2: It's more likely that, you know, I'm having caffeine at the wrong time of day or I'm um, I'm not doing a good job of uh, clearing my mind with writing down all my to-dos so that when I wake up and say, Oh, you know what I could do for this is, you know, install this thing mm. or, or add this thing. And um, that's what I just need to not think about it. You know, well, that's, you basically
1: described me. I can't turn my brain off. Just really yeah. hard for me to shut things down. And, uh, yeah. and if I have to get up and pee, I dread it. So I try to pee as many times as I need to before I go to bed. Cause if I'm, if sure. I have to get up and pee, yeah, that's when it's I, my over. brain goes and I can't go yep. back to sleep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Stupid pee,
2: stupid brain, stupid
1: brain pee all right we're gonna take a break when we come back from uh this break we're going to spend a little bit of time with our two favorite tuesday people i don't know why oh i'm on the wrong tab that's why uh we have bill then we have bobby so come around for that but before we do song brian song you have song
2: yeah so i'm already a fan of the band dawes d-a-w-e-s because i think they're they're great and uh they've they've turned out some, some very likable, uh, enjoyable, approachable stuff. Um, good pop that, that is indie and, and doesn't, uh, it go into extremes one way or the other to just kind of make it, you know, it's your vampire weekend. It's your, your, your easy, mm. easy to get into pop. Um, Lee Pardini, who is an acclaimed, uh, pianist, saying it very carefully Um, joining Daz for a collaborative single that just came out this is a song that was composed by Pardini and features original lyrics by Taylor Goldsmith of Daz the song is called What It Takes here is the brand new song from Lee Pardini and Daz
4: Or a Mexican. You are Fritz Krueger, wealthy Ecuadorian rancher.
1: The Morning Stream. Well, of course, I am the supreme being. I'm not entirely dim. Do tell me who that was again.
2: I shall. That was uh, Lee Pardini joining forces with L.A. Rockers' Dawes for a brand new single called What It Takes.
1: Wow. That's great. Yeah.
2: It is what good. it takes.
1: Very good. You know the, uh, the, the the Aces, the local band here that I like so yeah, much? Yeah, I like them. Have, do they have something new? They got a brand new album coming out. It's not out yet. I don't think Ooh. we even have singles yet, but I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's nice. June or May not sure
2: awesome we'll we'll get a song uh, here on the show as soon as it's out because they're they work with one of my pr agencies so
1: oh no way that's perfect then yeah that's how Uh i heard uh, 801 for the first time was right here on the show Uh that song's like an anthem around here we freaking love it
2: i bet it is yeah i'm sure
1: uh check this out y'all there's still
0: something wrong isn't
1: there bill (laughs) oh look it's bill (laughs) duran joining us from (laughs) the pacific northwest and all things Punish props bill welcome back to the show how the heck are you
3: good morning friends i'm doing great oh that's good good to hear
1: that's good to hear before
2: before you get into stuff have you have you seen the most recent episode of uh, mandalorian no i haven't yet okay if you are anything like me or maybe it's reverse if i'm anything like you then once you watch it, you're gonna have an idea for about a half dozen things uh, that you wanna that you wanna build that you wanna make.
1: Uh, really, I wanna know now. Episode. I haven't watched yeah. this, uh, this season at all, so I'm gonna to have to binge. We're like two left, right? It's all? it's like yes, okay, yes. I'm way
2: behind. Uh, and and I really enjoyed that episode. And man, is it divided online about people who loved it and hated it. But I oh, really boy. enjoyed it. Oh, and, is this uh, the
1: Lizzo Jack Black thing? It's not the deal? It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And are... it, that didn't pull me out of it at all.
1: I
3: don't know why but people have such problems. You're with saying it. though, there's lots of good. There's some pieces. interesting new yeah. tech
2: things that it's like. Oh, I kind of want that security droid thing. I want to make
3: that, or you
1: know. You could 3D print uh, Lizzo's headgear that she was wearing.
2: You know, it's pretty cool. It's like covered yeah. with constellations and stuff. It's actually not a not a bad thing. Like I could actually see that being a popular uh, 3D print as well.
3: Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. one of my favorite things. Watching something that's fun and going, "Ooh, I want to make that.
1: Ooh, I yeah. want to make that too." <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: for sure. Well, uh, so I, I got to catch up. I'm, I'm yes. behind. Bad yes, you do. Uh, I'll be doing that. Uh, well, it's good to have you here, Bill. What's going on this week? And you know, you've been home. You get the, you let the smell of fish waft away. You're <laughs> yeah. good now. Uh, what do you got going on?
3: Um, I made a hammer. What I made mean? a. Aren't those, cool
1: aren't those readily available to purchase though, really? They
3: are, but I thought, what if I spent <laughs> way more time and money on it? <laughs> so uh, there's a story. I have a my wedding ring is something I made. It's a pewter ring that I cast myself. Mm. And it's getting on six years old since I or six been six years since I made it. And pewter's a pretty soft metal, so it gets scratched up. I have to polish it from time to time. Uh, But also, it was no longer round. (laughs) Like, very not round anymore. Wow. And uh, I bought a ring mandrel to reshape it. Basically a tapered tube with different, um, the numbers on it represent the, the sizing on it. And uh, you're able to slide the ring onto this tapered tube, and then you can bonk it with a hammer, just sort of reshape it. (laughs) Uh, But you don't want a metal hammer. You want a soft hammer. And yes, on Amazon, they sell kits that include the mandrel and a nice hammer with a plastic end on it. But that's not what I wanted. I wanted my own hammer. I wanted my own experience. So I made my own. Oh no way! I also, I also happen to have everything I needed anyway. So,
1: yeah, you you walk into your little space and you're like, "Gosh, <laughs> I'm missing a thing. Maybe I could just cobble these four things together and bam, you have yeah. it." That's just your yeah, life now. I mean,
2: it's such the MacGyver, uh, MacGyver route. Have you posted right. photos of the hammer anywhere? I'm looking. Yeah, on so your Twitter and Facebook. Yeah,
3: on Twitter um, last week I, I posted photos okay. of it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing all the butterfly, out. but I have not found the hammer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, so um. The Most of the hammer, the, the head of the hammer anyway, is made out of brass. I oh, had a, a about an inch diameter, I think, uh, rod of brass that I made it from. And I did most of that work on the lathe. And I did some fun stuff to challenge my, myself. Um, the hammer has some tapered cuts on it. So I had to do some tapered cuts on the lathe, which is something I don't have a lot of experience doing. Um, and uh, there are little parts on the lathe that are like around rounded, like a radius... Indent, and I had to make a custom tool for that. I had to use my grinder and a piece of high-speed steel to make a, a form cutting tool, and I've never done that before, so I'm really happy with how that turned out. Yeah, it was a really fun challenge.
1: What is what it, what were the challenges in doing such a thing? I'm trying to think what that would be, and I can't think of it.
3: So it's a the high-speed steel blank is just a quarter inch, about two inch long piece of metal. And you have to grind away the tip of it until it makes the shape that you want. Mm. And you also have to grind clearance under it for allowing um, it to interact with the geometry of the lathe and all that. There's a, there's a set of things you got to do mm. to make sure that it works correctly. And it did.
1: So I'm really happy with that. Hey, you should be happy. It looks awesome. It's cool. Is that That's is really that cool, tip yeah. of that, that hammer you're using with the, with the blunt tip, kind of plasticky looking rubber tip, is the top part brass? Is that yes. what that is? Oh, that's awesome!
3: Yeah. Look at that, that. So the most of the head of the um, hammer is brass, but then the other side of it is made out of plastic. Mm. So I, I made that also on the lathe, and uh, I was able to press it into the brass. So the brass had a hollow I cut into it, and the uh, plastic had a, uh, a protrusion that were what's called an interference fit. They just fit, but not quite, and I was able to use my arbor press to press them together. So there's no glue in there. It's it's held in completely by friction, which I thought was pretty
1: cool. That is cool. That thing yeah, looks awesome. Really cool. That's going to be man, one of these days when you're you know, old and dead, you're <laughs> uh, all your, that a your all your like your <laughs> nephews and nieces and stuff. There everybody in your life's going to have the coolest like crap to like split up and hang on their walls and stuff from <laughs> Yeah. You know There's I mean? something
3: neat about having like a custom um what's the word? Uh, bespoke um heirloom quality tool right right mm-hmm. like yeah, this agree. is this hopefully is going to last longer than i am and someone else will get it and remember me every time i swing it so once i'm done with it i still have a lot of use to get out of it <laughs> yeah I that, got- that's neat I'm, I'm getting more and more things like that in my shop i do still have a lot of tools that are like cheapo tools i bought from uh harbor freight or amazon mm-hmm. um and what I've been doing is, if I've had people over that need tools, I've been giving them away. Mm-hmm. And then I will replace it with something cooler. <laughs> you know, especially
2: if it's Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight yeah. is the destination of disposable tools. It really say. is, like, yeah. Oh, a, a, uh, <laughs> here's an air pump. Great, I'm going to use it for a week and I can really just throw it away because I spent $4 on oh, it.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or airbrushes. I met a couple air that brushes, did, yeah. they did face painting at conventions. Yeah. And they brought. They did not bring a, t- a compressor. They brought compressed air and like a scuba tank. Mm. Oh! And then they bought like fifty of the cheapest airbrushes you can get at Harbor Freight, and each one was for a different color. And if it got clogged, they just threw it away <laughs> you know, and brought it, got a new one. <laughs> Heck yeah! And they still probably spent less than hundred bucks. <laughs>
1: Absolutely,
3: yeah. They probably spent less than I have on airbrushes. I've spent no like a lot kidding. On oh, that's. So
1: Hilarity, when you say their yeah. airbrushes are cheap, how cheap? Like super cheap? Like if I go there, can I what, get them for 10 like... A, bucks. Really? That is cheap. $12, dollars
2: huh. or something. I mean, it's really cheap. That's yeah.
1: crazy. Yeah. All right. Wow. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Airbrush kits on their website. Oh, yeah. my gosh. This My parents wouldn't have been so cheap if they'd gone to Harbor Freight back when I was in high school. They were like so yeah. cheap. All they bought me was the airbrush, some inks, and the tubing. But they were too cheap to get me the compressor. Yeah. Because they were like, "Well, we'll have to get that at a different time." Well, then this is useless to me, Mom. I can't freaking well, use right, the damn exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> what
2: do you expect me to blow in a consistent stream of air at the other end of the tube? Oh, I was so annoyed
1: by that back then. But yeah, this stuff—it's uh, not bad. It's cheap.
2: Airbrush compressor kit, eighty-nine bucks. Where are the airbrushes, uh, airbrush cleaning bottle. Anyway. Cheap you, get the, cheap, cheap, you can
1: cheap. get the cleaning uh kits for like five bucks.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that ten dollar airbrush holder, even because I can use that for a lot of holding a lot of different things that are not airbrushes
1: I, yeah, you know? I need to go to I'm still have never been foot in a harbor freight. I need to go. Oh man, I know, the I don't smell know why. Is is prepared. great. Yeah, it's such a good smell. We have one here, I don't know why I haven't gone in, but. I just need to go in. It'll be like, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Next time Kim drags me to Zim's or some kind of nightmare craft store that I don't yeah. want to be in, where it's a lot of foam foam shapes and bullshit, <laughs> I'm going to tell her, all right, when we're done here, when we're done at Roberts, it's over yeah. to the Harbor Freight with you. It's over Actually, to Harbor <laughs> Freight. Yeah, I bought a
2: couple of sawhorses at Harbor Freight for probably, I think, the pair for 15 bucks. And uh, got home, opened the hatchback, took the uh, sawhorses out, leaned them up against the side of my car. And as I was closing the hatch, they fell over and shattered into eight pieces.
1: <laughs> Damn. That's like, the Harbor Freight yeah. guarantee right there. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, Guaranteed <laughs> to make it home. <laughs> wow. Yep.
1: Wow. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, well, this is really, it's really yeah. cool, dude. Tooling your own tools seems like a new yeah, theme yeah. over well, there for you. Great. Yeah.
3: You're not going to find a hammer like this at a, at a Harbor Freight. I used figured maple for the handle. So it's very I, that pretty. Was
1: that
2: handle is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: really nice. You know, it's,
2: yeah. uh, it, you, just thinking about it, it's kind of funny you bring this up because I am making something that I'm going to use as a tool for something else um, and designing it on the 3D printer. Uh, so I'm totally... You know, this is a good time to to talk about it. So it's Absolutely, not something I can yeah. talk about because it's going to be in uh, in Vegas. But um, uh, we're going to see we're going to see you and Britt there in Vegas. Oh, so wouldn't that be nice? It'd
3: be know, so nice. We saw you know, it. funny you should mention that. That's in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. I should I should make it out to that. I don't know if Britt'll make <sighs> it out, but um, I'm here right now, having not done any work or ordered any hotels <laughs> or flights. Go telling you that I'm
1: <laughs> I'll be there if you're somehow there. We would, yeah. of course, celebrate that and enjoy the hell out of your company.
3: Oh, awesome.
2: my God, yes. Awesome. But no For
1: pressure. Sure. We don't really want fun. you to feel any undue pressure. But if you did, we'd, we'd all be thrilled out of our minds. So it's awesome. up to you.
3: Yeah, cool. It's yeah. entirely right. up to you. All right. You've convinced me. I'll go. All Yay. right. He's in Vegas. Yeah, You hear that, everybody? Sweet. Uh, Bill? Britt, I need to order flights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get some killer deals out there. Um, you uh, always bring a little extra bonus linky thing today. Do you have one today? I,
3: I do, yeah. So another restoration video I've been watching. You guys are talking about going to sleep it at, at night. Watch sure. some restoration videos right before bed. That'll help out. This one is a Singer sewing machine restoration, and it looks like they pulled it out of a swamp. It looks like it's in really bad shape. but they, Wow. They, uh, this is Natra restoration. I haven't watched them before. This is a new one for me. And they do a bang up job on this sewing machine oh my
1: incredible. gosh look at that thing. that thing is horrendous they get it out <laughs> of yeah. the titanic or something my God, yeah, that's <laughs> what it looks like
3: yeah totally does
2: wow
1: that's amazing
2: more rust than sewing machine don't <laughs> show this to my
1: my daughter carter would lose her mind she would love this because she loves old sewing machines even though she'll never mm-hmm. use them probably although that's not true so i was thinking to you the other day her and her two friends her best friends from high school they stayed close and go out and they hang out all the time mostly watching anime and drawing and they're all artists and stuff like that anyway they're going to london comic-con in september i think it is oh cool um and they're right now in the middle of like deciding all the cosplay stuff ideas they've got and they're buying parts and pieces and doing some sewing and all of that and i thought of you while they were getting ready
3: oh awesome yeah and i know quite a few people in the in the london-based cosplay
1: scene Mm -hmm. it's
3: a good group of people i've been to london super comic Con before and it
1: was really fun they're very excited about it so we'll see how things go this fall all right go check that out that is natra restoration like, natural, but shortened. I like it. Natural. Oh, man, they really went nuts on this thing. Yeah. And uh, link uh,
2: to the video on uh, quicktms.li for those of you who do not listen live. There
1: you go. Uh, go find your own junkie thing in the garage and restore it, everybody. That's what we're saying. Uh, Bill, it's always good to talk to you. And the idea of seeing you in Vegas, well, my heart skipped a beat. Yeah. Uh, Uh, We hope that happens. If it doesn't, it's, you know, again, no pressure from us. Uh, It's uh, Bill Duran, everybody. You can find him at PunishProps.com or the Punish Props YouTube channel. I I suspect you'll probably bookmark both because you'll love the content. Uh, He's also ChinBeard on Twitter while it lasts. Bill, have a fantastic week.
3: You betcha. See See ya. ya. Bye. See ya.
1: All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm admiring this. These people, these restoration people, I don't think I have the I don't have what it takes. I don't think I have No, I takes. don't
2: either. I mean if I did that as the only thing I did and did YouTube content for that, okay. That I could learn to do that and, and deal with it. But um it uh um it it's not something that I could fit into my current <laughs>
1: bandwidth for no, sure. No, yeah, I can't add this is no add on to my schedule. No, I'd no love way. to, but yeah, no, not a chance. Not happening. I'll tell you what is happening, though. This right here is happening.
4: Science! Bob is hungry, and the soup
1: looks good. That's right. Bob is hungry, and he's hungry for a little bit of science discussion here on TMS on Tuesday. It's Bobby Frankenberger, joins us for his science segment every, each and every week. Bobby,
4: welcome back. Thank you for having me. You, uh, If it wasn't for this show, I would be in a, a mindless zombie state. Uh, building trying to to make blue research cubes in Dyson sphere programs. Oh it's, the, it's
1: it's the red ones I struggle with. Those are the ones I really get goofed up on. My, I have I have the worst spaghetti. I don't even want to show yeah, well, you Bobby what I've done because it's so bad in that game.
4: <laughs> well, you know what happens with me and why I don't get past those types of things is that I I get I like I'm like, "Oh, I could have done that." Like every step of the way it's I could have done that whole thing better and then I just start a new You're not wrong. I do the same thing. In fact, I started
1: fresh probably four times, and then somebody said to me, hey, by the way, if you just scrap everything, you'll keep all your research and just start over with, you know, just delete everything. Hmm. But you won't lose any of your research, and then you can immediately start making the better belts, the better intakes, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started doing that, but it's still kind of a problem of like, i love where this is going i love where this is going i look at my back out and look at it and go well shit there's about 20 things i'd rather do if i was to start this over and so what do i do i start it over
4: yeah yeah but it's so good i can talk about it all day with even the little bit that i've been in but um but most of your listeners probably have never played that game so they would probably turn this podcast off probably uh he's, he's
1: speaking of dyson sphere program if you haven't seen it it's a pc game 20 bucks it's amazing uh De- it's very the, good. Yeah. The the de- <laughs> what I love about it is the depth is insane and like your whole your where you ultimately need to go is putting a literal Dyson sphere around a star. Yeah.
4: But or- you're not joke you weren't joking last time we talked about this on this show when you told me you yeah, eventually you're supposed to be system solar system wide construction building from like this whole planet is a factory to make this thing and but you start as just like one little robot guy
1: (laughs) yeah and you cut down a few trees a couple stones and some weeds and you're expected to go from there and it does that really definitely like a lot of these games I don't like them I think the initial starting game is a little rough for a lot of these they're not very welcoming in the early parts this game is the opposite of that it feels great immediately and uh, you just keep growing and growing and growing, changing your mind, scrapping it, starting over. Uh, Tally in our chat has got some amazing shit on her planets. It makes me sick. Really? Yeah. Oh, she, cool. She's really good. Uh, well, Bobby, it's good to have you here. We're going to read a little thing to you that I got in the uh, the old text box um, yeah. that yep. came for you. And I'm going to read that first. Hello, TMS, says this listener. By the way, they wrote uh, sent this in to 801 471 Use it on the frequent says, question for Bobby on the topic of flying. On Mythbusters, one episode, they showed that a person with no prior training or experience could be given instruction over the radio to land a plane safely in an emergency situation. Now that you've been trained yourself, would you confirm this is a realistic notion? Jack the knife. So obviously it's an extreme notion, right? You're like, they're going to crash. The pilot's passed out, whatever. Somebody in the back has been asked to come up. And the most experience he's had is he built model planes in high school. We're going to talk him down with the radio. Do you think it's even possible now that you've seen enough of your training?
2: Now that you've done it yourself, yeah. yeah.
4: So I'm assuming that the situation here, like the emergency, is just that that there's no one to fly the plane, but the plane I, is okay. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, the, the
2: captain and the uh, the the first uh, the the, the pilot have uh, drank the coffee. They're unconscious on the floor of the cockpit. Right.
4: Somebody somebody poisoned their coffee.
1: So it's basically right. the, th- the 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 it's the it's the theme of airplane
2: movie <laughs> yeah, movie airplane exactly. except even airport, less training yeah.
1: cuz in airplane he was he had plane he was from the war he right. was fought in vietnam or whatever he was a pilot and had to fight his you know ptsd to get the plane down or whatever hilarious psd ptsd back in the 80s <laughs> um but that but yeah like the concept still remains if somebody if i was on a small plane everybody else was incapacitated and i needed to land that thing could i do it
4: so i'm going to i'm going to st- uh think about this and talk about it from two angles first is thinking about it as you are you are actually aviating the plane by hand so like what i do right um and though safely is a word i think that would mean you know like you can get it on the ground without everyone in it dying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the plane may might be destroyed in the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People might be injured. The plane might not be flyable again afterwards. But safely means that that most, hopefully, all people live, survive the the landing. And I th- I think that's totally true. Like if somebody was in, like if I had, uh, you know, one of you in the plane with me, and then it, I, you know suddenly went unconscious could you land the plane if if on the radio somebody told you what to do yeah you could and um it it might not be pretty and i mean I'm, i'm certain it wouldn't be pretty because it's it's not it's not easy to do um and you have to know a lot about how the control like if you've never flown a plane and then now you're being asked to bring a plane down to the ground, it's it's going to be hard and you might make a mistake and you need, it's going to have to be very carefully done. They're going to probably send you out way out from the airport and have you try to come in straight and, and they're going to be talking to you the whole time and all this kind of stuff, right? Right. Maximize so all, all your,
1: all your options. But, and so you, this is not a situation you want to be in. Nobody's comfortable with right. this backup plan, right?
4: Like- right. And, 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 and a lot could go wrong, especially because there's, there's well, the the closer you get to the ground the more you have what's called the more turbulence you experience it's called mechanical turbulence and um it's it's not mechanical because it has to do with the mechanics of the plane what it means is like the air is mechanically moving around things on the ground um moving through and around and over trees buildings, stuff like that in a way that's not just like smooth laminar airflow um so, so as you come into a landing, you just it takes a lot of practice to be prepared for that. Um, the plane might suddenly, you know, jerk to the left a little bit, and you just have to be prepared for that and know how to what to do. But if you're not and you don't know what you're doing, you might over correct mm. or what they call over control the plane, which could cause it to stall or go into a worse situation. Right. Mm. Um, so it's not an ideal situation, but. I never saw this episode of Mythbusters, so I don't know what the specifics of that situation were. But if, but if you're talking about an airliner like a like an Airbus, you know, um, or some some big jetliner with a you know a hundred passengers on it, um, you I would say you're gonna it's gonna be very difficult for someone to hand fly that plane um, mm. because the controls like it's there are a lot harder it's my understanding i've never done it before um, but it's my understanding that you're like like slowing down and speeding up the plane by by pitching the nose up and down is you, you're pooling and pushing a lot more and everything's much slower to change um, configuration and stuff like that but having said that there are a lot of autopilot systems that can do most, if not all, the work of landing the plane for you. Oh, that's true.
1: Um, <clears throat> the planes of 1977 for Airport 77 or whatever, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not the same. Like the stuff that, but even then, they had a lot of automation. But today, it's like tons of it, right? So you're better if it's a little yeah. Cessna or something. You're actually that's a way harder process than if it was a commercial airline where all that stuff's built in yeah. and. They can walk around a lot of that stuff.
4: Now, depending on the small plane, like my plane does have autopilot in it. I don't remember if it has autopilot enough to actually bring me down on what's called a glide slope to the to the to the runway. I don't think so. But you can like you can fudge it by by manually changing altitudes on the on the on the autopilot in the plane that I fly, stuff like that. So you could be even talked through that if mm. you knew how to tell them what type of autopilot you have. But if you're on an airliner, it definitely has autopilot. I, I'm not 100% sure if the autopilot can straight up land the plane, but it can bring you low enough to where you are just having to do the very last part, which mm. is like applying the brakes and, and making sure that the plane touches down with the right way, you know, and no pressure um, at all for this sort of thing, right? Super easy, just breezy. <laughs> yeah, no That's pressure at all. It's yeah. A, yeah. They, the, the the pilots basically sleep through the landing. Yeah, of know? course. <laughs> well, I assume they're always no, asleep. I, d- I don't want to say because I think yeah. I think a lot of a lot of airline pilots like like they call them ATP pilots. Um, I think they get annoyed when people say that, and it's definitely a hard job. Yeah. Um, but uh, but but the talking through, uh, I imagine. And ke- again, keep in mind, I've never flown one of these planes, um, but I imagine the talking through would just be telling you what buttons and switches to flip, you know, um, so that you could so that you could have it come in properly, you know? I feel like I've never seen a really tall
1: pilot. Have you ever seen like a big six foot four plus hmm. tall pilot? I, think I don't know. I think there's something uh, there yeah, where it's I like, don't know. I feel like you rarely see it if you do at all. It's like actors. You see you him never- walking
4: through the airport. And they look tall, but I wonder if it's just because I admire them.
1: I think it's because you admire them. <laughs> I do. I see them and go, oh. And they're always in great shape, you know, all that. But it's just I'd never see one that's like taller than me. Uh he yeah. or she. And I've also yeah. never been on a plane with a female pilot, which I don't I, I think that's weird. At least best oh, I know. I, I anyway. have, I
4: have for sure.
1: I definitely haven't. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why I've never yeah, I seen I, I have as well. A yeah. lady pilot. I want to see a lady pilot too, like you guys have gotten to see. You don't fly super often, do you? Not that often. Probably yeah. average, well, prep- Once a year? Uh, usually two, three, maybe. Well, two. Two at the most. So yeah, probably an average of one to two times a year. I really don't go well, fly that's, that much.
4: That's that's all right. You Do you look in the cockpit every time you get on? Oh, every time. I do. Every I like time. to see what's going mm-hmm. on. There. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I'll pass it by. They're like, good morning. And I'm like, hi. And I'm kind of side-eye and go, what's going on in there? All right. Yeah.
2: Well, I usually see them, you know, while I'm waiting in the gate, I see them with their little rolly bags going down the jetway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm usually on the first flight of the day. So, uh,
4: and, sorry. and I don't know about the plane, the, the airlines and the planes that you guys fly on, but I know that nine times out of 10, when I get on and off a plane, at least one of the pilots is standing there greeting and, and, Mm-hmm. most of yeah. the time saying, yeah. saying you know farewell to the people getting off yeah most of the time they're
1: there i just feel like i've never trying to think back i look every time and i've never seen a female
4: well guy. the the industry definitely is male heavy
1: yeah like a lot of them yeah. um i don't know why though but we talked about this before brian last week we were talking about how i trust lady massagers more i trust lady doctors more i trust mm-hmm. lady pilot more mm-hmm. is that weird does that make me weird.
4: I know what you're saying. I don't necessarily trust the, the them but I feel more com- I do feel more comfortable around around in the same like like you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's because I think for me I think it's because I grew up with just my mom as a single parent. So I think I I feel I think there's got to be something to do with that.
1: Something right? with that. Yeah, for me I think it's because I had a lot of most of my friends in high school were girls. Like I just, not girlfriends, but you know, f- friends that were girls and it. Mm-hmm. And I just was around them all the time. And most of the yeah. guys were dicks. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so I have this I, and I realize this is just a weird bias. I have, I'm not saying it's better. I'm saying I, it's just how I always feel. If I saw a female yeah. captain, I'd go, all right, we got this. We got a nice balanced view of the day. She's awesome. Check her out. She's not strutting around like a weird, <laughs> like I have all these built in things and I don't know where those come from.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's really weird yeah
1: anyway well bobby that's great uh thanks for the flight uh update on how things could happen if one of us idiots had to land a plane now let's throw it over to you for some science you brought with you what'd you bring
4: so i did bring one or two things that we could talk about but i was going to ask you it was like a week ago you had said you had a you had a a call about us about stars um right what was it do uh, you remember
1: i don't remember what was it? It was
4: a something about a sun swallowing the earth. You sent it to me and, um, oh, in Discord. And, um, right. If you, I think if I don't want to search for it. I have goes... other things I can talk no, about. No, no, no. I have it right here. I don't remember
1: doing this. So I'm glad you brought it up. Um, yeah. let's pull it up and play it. <laughs> I love that you sent me. So, but if you guys want to know how into end up, end up creating his, uh, his assembly lines in this game are going. Bobby actually made this uh, what'd you make this in? You graphed it out. It's
4: draw.io. Like, oh my lord. Look
1: at this, Brian. Hold on. Let me see, send it to me. Yeah, I'm putting this in our group. You gotta see this. So this and it's a really efficient <laughs> Oh, look at that. Way from mining to storage to smelting to assembling to your your blue matrix lab. Like look at you, dude. <laughs>
2: see, I need to do something like this for my uh, satisfactory now.
1: Yeah. That's really great. Um, anyway, let's see if I can find it. Was it before that? It was, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, let me... Hold on. Sorry, everybody. Give me one second. There it is. Okay, here. I'll play it. Here we go.
0: Hello, Scott and Brian. Um, my name is Alex. I am a, well, a PhD candidate in particle physics, but I... Um, currently stationed at CERN in uh, Switzerland, but I have a special interest in astronomy and such, and so yesterday's episode got me thinking when you were talking about whether or not, uh well, the the, the, the movie Sunshine and how they go to the sun, which is dying, to help restart it. Um, sadly, while it makes for a very good movie, it uh <laughs> doesn't, it, it's not super realistic. So the sun will eventually start dying out when it runs out of hydrogen in its core to burn. And at that point, the sun will start expanding and its gravitational pull on the planets will start to kind of loosen a little bit. And where the, the planet Earth exists will kind of cease to be a Goldilocks zone. And eventually it could either actually get swallowed up by the sun and end in basically a fire and blaze of hell and glory. Or, uh, maybe it it escaped that fate, but essentially what will happen is that the Earth will, or the, the Goldilocks dome that surrounds the Earth will cease to exist and Earth will become a bit more like Venus, which is kind of a barren hellscape. Uh, anyway, uh, I understand it's probably a bit weird that I'm calling and saying, you know, well, actually it's very typical, scientist me, but I just felt like I should, uh, felt like I should weigh in on that.
1: Thanks. All right, cool. I appreciate that, uh, call a lot. And, uh, I'm glad Bobby remembered that we needed to play it here, but, um, the, uh, the, I've never heard of the Goldilocks zone before.
4: Oh no, you haven't?
1: No, that's interesting. No, the,
4: the Goldilocks zone is a zone around a star in which like liquid water can exist on a planet like perfect conditions for life right like we yeah where potentially life could have it's it's not um as we know it it should always be said like because we only have one example of life on a planet right so life as we know it the goldilocks zone is that zone around a planet where it could where liquid water could exist and where an atmosphere could maybe form yeah for for
1: the life we like you keep saying as we know it like if you go to venus we we don't know this yet but maybe there's some weird life forms that can exist in that harsh atmosphere that we just haven't yep, detected or yeah. seen or know or understand or whatever not necessarily aliens camped down there it's not what i mean but you know well
4: People- you know for for a short time it was later um disconfirmed uh but for a sh- for a short time there were scientists were excited cuz they thought they detected signs of life in the upper atmosphere of venus so oh. so you know What did it turn out to be? They didn't know what it could be, but, you know, speculation was like some sort of bacteria, maybe, that was floating around.
1: Yeah, that's women come from Venus. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, bacteria is important is what I'm saying it helps your gut uh, let's uh, <laughs> so let's go from that where do you uh, where do you
4: want to take that color? well I th- the color's totally right and also by the way uh, this person works at CERN in Switzerland that's amazing by the way so that's how cool boy, is that I right that. I know um, really yeah uh, but um, the uh, I just thought it was totally right what, what he was saying I just thought it's interesting to talk about why it is that the sun would Engulf the space where Earth is, and and importantly, I like how specific he was. That it's not necessarily that it will engulf Earth. That's a question mark. Um, but it it could easily engulf the space where Earth I- exists right now, hmm. because as the sun gets bigger, and this maybe is counterintuitive, but as the sun gets will get bigger, it will have less mass, and so because it has less mass, it has less gravitational, um, you know, influence. On the things and so so the orbit of Earth would theoretically go out, get get larger, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But the reason why is really fascinating. So the way the Sun works is that it fuses hydrogen atoms. Well, stars fuse elements, and it it always starts with hydrogen. Fuses hydrogen into helium, right? Because of the pressures are so great in the core of the Sun, but the core of the Sun is very small compared. To the overall size of the sun mm-hmm. that's where the fusion is happening is in the core because deep inside the center of the sun, the gravitational forces are very high, and so that height all those hydrogen atoms in there are getting smashed together, forced together at such a great uh, pressure and temperature that they're able to fuse and form new elements like helium right now the the thing is. The gravity of the sun is or a star is so great that all of these elements should get pushed all the way down into that small area, or at least a smaller area than you see the size of a star. Stars are very, very big. Um, but the reason a star is the size that it is because all that fusion that happens, yes, it's pushing down pressure down into the core, but the fusion creates a massive amount of energy that also pushes out from the core. Mm. So it creates an equilibrium state that puffs the star out to its size that it is. okay um, Now, as fuel as hydrogen keeps getting burned, it will the the fusion energy, the energy of all that fusion will eventually start to die out. Um, there will not be eventually there will not be enough hydrogen to to create fusion pressure that will hold it hold all that stuff out okay how many millions run-
1: billions of years are we talking from now
4: i actually don't know the numbers but you are talking about the order of billions okay mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're good then uh, we got this we're fine yeah, okay. yeah. No, yeah. no problem no problem this is yeah. all just uh theoretical.
2: i mean my consciousness is going to be downloaded into a machine before i die so Potentially, I will be around for it, but yeah, whatever. Yeah,
4: your your consciousness will be being used to help uh, power the l- logic of the Dyson sphere that we build around. Oh, nice. <laughs>
2: Good. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Excellent.
1: Yeah. we'll be pumping little uh, little red cubes out of Brian. That's what we'll be doing. Yeah, right. Be right. Yes. exactly. Good. Yeah.
4: So what happens is the fuel, the hydrogen fuel, runs out, and that means there, like I said, that means there's no fusion happening. So so there's no pressure pushing all that material out so what happens is all that material that's getting pushed out is now able to collapse into the sun Mm. right Mm -hmm. but now that more stuff is collapsing into the sun now you have more things eventually lots of stuff will start collapsing in and you'll have enough stuff again to start creating more pressure and more stuff will get start fusing and then what ends up happening is after all the hydrogen is is done helium starts to fuse and when helium fuses it actually creates more energy than when hydrogen fuses so again this is way in the future when this will start to happen helium will start to fuse into things like carbon and oxygen oh. but the energy that's produced from that is much higher than the energy that's produced from hydrogen so as you can imagine since the energy is higher that means the outward force is greater and that's what causes the red giant to happen. Why that's why the sun puffs will puff up into a much larger size because once helium starts fusing, it'll push all the material on outside of the core out at a greater force. So it's like, it's like you're blowing when you blow a balloon up and you put blow harder into it. It'll make it larger. So will these things, will
1: this happen? Um, what is the best case scenario for like the speed at which the unlivability happens? In other words, can, can, let's say there's a, the uh, millions and billions of years from now, mankind has figured out a way to live in perfect peace with one another and we're all doing great and just renewable energy left and right. And we're all just awesome. Right. And then the sun starts to take, you know, a, a dive None of this is immediate. I see what you're saying.
4: When when the sun runs out of hydrogen, how long do we have?
1: Yeah. What's what, Is it an immediate experience? Is it like suddenly life is snuffed out all in one breath? Or is it a, a long process of, oh, it's getting colder and colder and colder and then eventually everyone it's, dies?
4: It's not immediate, but it's much faster than you might imagine. Um, I'm talking about the in the order of years. Mm. Um, and because... From what I've read, once the the sun will run out of hydrogen in phases, okay? So all the hydrogen that's around the core, the core is fusing a bunch of hydrogen. A lot of fusion is happening in this relatively small core, right? Right. But there's still a layer of hydrogen outside the core that is not close enough to the core to be burning, to be fusing. Okay. So what happens first is that core runs out of hydrogen and then... And then it collapses enough for that outer layer to get pushed into the core, and then it continues to fuse more hydrogen. Um, and that actually happens a few times before before all the hydrogen runs out. And from from what I've read, I think it takes like a year or so. Or it'll take like a year or two uh, for each of those layers to then burn off. Okay. So after that happens a few times, so if after a few years. Um, all the hydrogen after the initial depletion of the core, it'll take a few more years for the rest of the hydrogen to get burned out. And then, um, and then it'll all be helium. And then that puffing out, I think happens pretty quickly. Um, but I don't have numbers on, on how, how quickly
1: that happens. I'm That's sure. interesting because this, mm. the movie sunshine, which is the, you know, what started all this conversation, um, um, that's how they do it. It's an over a few years kind of thing, where it's like much yeah. colder this year, much colder that year. The light is, is basically a slow dimming of 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 the sun as a heat source. Where things get ridiculous is going to launch a nuke into it to restart it. But yeah, uh, but that's their well, idea is that it's going to take it's going to happen over and
4: time. And to be a little bit with a little bit more detail, each each of those phases where the the core collapses and then more hydrogen gets burned. I believe that each time that happens, the sun will get a, the volume of the sun will get a little bit bigger mm. because each of those shells that is outside the core actually has more volume than the, than the initial core did. So, um, and that's just geometry. Like the, the, the layer outside the core just ends up having more volume just because of math. Gotcha. Um, yeah, math. And, uh, and so I think it gets a little bit bigger each time, but not like a ton bigger. Mm. But all through this process, you know, mass is being burned from the sun. So slowly over time, the sun will lose mass and and have less gravity. But the sun is cooler when it puffs into a red giant. The temperature of the sun is cooler in that outer atmosphere. is cooler than it was when it was what than it is right now.
1: But it we can't withstand cooler.
4: that, though, right? Because it's going to
1: mess up all the, well, the the Goldilocks zone, as you called it. It's going to get all, well, as the, I guess the caller called it, it's going to get all left up, it, whether, whether it's cooler or not. Yeah. Hotter. I
4: mean, when I say it's cooler, we're still talking about like, <laughs> like <laughs> thousands of degrees Fahrenheit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, the, the, the sun, the surface of the sun, the, the outer atmosphere, I guess you could call it, of the sun is like 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit, I think. So, um, you know, you could be half that temperature and still still you know, still burn your pizza, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, you know,
1: nobody wants burnt pizza. No, gosh, Although no. I do like it a little crispy, if I'm honest.
4: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I leave mine in for a little bit longer than the directions.
1: Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they do it at a place, I am I, I appreciate it when my crust is, is a little, not burnt. I just but don't just...
2: want any soggy crust. You know, I've got a lot of toppings on there, a lot of moisture. Mm-hmm. I don't want oh, a soggy yeah. crust. Yeah. No What's soggy crust.
1: What's your favorite crust? pizza topping? Oh my gosh. Mine? Yeah. 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 Not Scotts. Uh, I don't care about Scotts. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about mine.
2: <laughs> uh, honestly, I like uh, barbecue sauce, chicken, cilantro, red onion, and bacon. That's
4: that's a tasty sounding pizza. That sounds a all right. Freaking amazing pizza. Yeah, that sounds really good. Can, uh, I'm I going. Make I'm the, all I can mushrooms. Make that at, uh, what you call it? What's that place?
1: Oh, uh, uh, Mod. You could do that at Mod. Mod Pizza.
4: Oh, I can yeah. make that at Mod. Yeah. I
2: think it's called the begins with a T and it's not the Tristan. There's another one that, that, yeah, that, that is that, um, I always make my
4: own, but that's, that's easy. If I can just click a button,
2: it is one of their, or part of it is one of their, their ready-mades. I had cilantro and red onion. Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Their menu says it's called the not the Mad Dog. That's what I always have. Uh, Tristan. It is the Tristan. It
2: is the Tristan. Hilarious. Uh, okay. Tristan, why you tried it? T R I S
1: T A N. Uh, mozzarella yeah. is as Asiago, uh, roasted red peppers, mushrooms, and pesto. That's not the one, though.
2: No, that's not anything like what I just described.
1: <laughs> okay, no, no. I mean, it's called the. It's called the, pe- the Tristan. Uh, yeah.
2: No, I, I knew there was a one called the Tristan. Oh, the I- Caspian.
1: The Caspian. <laughs>
2: Castian, that's Thanks. it. The yeah, Kastien.
1: mozzarella, gorgonzola, barbecue chicken, barbecue sauce, sliced red onions. Yeah, and that then I, I add good.
2: cilantro and uh, bacon to that.
1: I do the. Uh, I'll do anything just covered in covered in mushrooms. Don't care what it is. Just want mushrooms.
4: My 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 six year old loves mushrooms. So oh, I'm no, a, she's seven now. Oh, don't tell. Oh her my I gosh, dude.
1: That. Yeah, I'm with your seven year old. Mushrooms are the best. I love them. Can put them on yeah. anything. Yep. Had a burger the other <laughs> yeah. day. You make it's kind of like this. You make your own. Well, they give you the burger, and then you go and do do all your toppings. And I just load yep. it up on a big s- stack of sautéed mushrooms.
4: It's mm-hmm. good to have one person in the fan because none of none of the rest of us like mushrooms. You g- it's good to have one person who likes them. It's like having you got to have one person in your in your household that likes black licorice. You yeah. Know? Mm. yeah, right. Yeah, but you never like that bad person. person. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh brian i should bring i have some that i need to get rid of i hate it oh great
2: it's not it's not that salted monkey garbage (laughs) no
1: not that okay (laughs) Remember, the
2: listener sent us that salted monkey black licorice and it's like oh this is horrendous that
1: was the worst thing i i'm trying to think (laughs) of all the stuff we've tasted on air not counting nerdtacular's freaking rancid soda yogurt.
2: yogurt soda right
1: um i think that that black licorice might be the worst thing I ever ate on here. <laughs> it
2: really was one of them, I'm sure. Yeah. Obviously, it's got to be whatever made me go, oh, you know, yeah. like the, the, the
1: yogurt or the uh, thickened liquid. The thickened liquid, but, yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw some of that at the hospital the other day. I was going, uh, We had to go there for reasons. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But we saw they had a whole tray of thickened liquids oh. that were going around yep. to different rooms. And I thought of you. You know,
2: thank you yeah. for thinking of
1: me for that. Well, you know, I know how much you like a nice oozy uh, orange listen, juice, uh, you know,
2: listen, a milkshake is the only thickened liquid that I, that I <laughs> am all, here, all here. in favor
1: of. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is very fascinating. And uh, if you would like to know more about our sun or many other topics of scientific interest, you'll find them at all around science. Bobby, what's the latest over there?
4: Well, on All Around Science, we just recorded a bunch of episodes yesterday, actually, because we're getting ready for Viva TMS Vegas. I'm not going to yeah. be there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. have to have to get stuff done ahead of time. But the episode that came out, uh, the episode that came out yesterday was about uh, i'm trying to remember it's about <laughs> oh domestication uh we were talking about there's a news a story that just recently came out that some scientists have uh, figured out that it's very possible that elephants modern day elephants were not domesticated by humans in fact they domesticated themselves what um which is pretty fascinating i had no idea that self-domestication was even a thing until i read that so <laughs> i i dug deep into it and talked all about it on our episode yesterday. So so to give you some context, humans have actually self-domesticated and also bonobos are a monkey that is self-domesticated. Oh, I love but a good now bonobo. Now elephants also. Bonobos are the ones that get ripped,
1: right? They're all like
4: muscular as hell. Those are st- th- the bonobos are the ones that are real chill and love to have sex. Oh, and- they're the whoop 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 they're the that's those with the
1: whoop the way they, they make their sound, right? Hold on. I Maybe be- I don't I don't I'm not No, they look like on-
2: they look like chimpanzees. They're the like the are they Yeah, the buff They're ones? often
4: compared to chimpanzees all the oh. time whenever you're talking about how they are different than other
1: Oh yeah, other here we animals. go.
4: Yeah, the male, some of the males are just ripped.
1: Like look at this guy. Hmm. It's oh. funny
4: though, because they don't fight. They're they're famously like, like very calm and and don't and get along very well and everything. So
1: I think it's because they part of it is that one of those newer uh, Planet of the Apes movies they had a bonobo in there that was just a badass, and I think it just stuck with me. All right, because he was cool. He was the one with no hair. I don't remember his name. Those <laughs> movies are great. I've been a little tempted to rewatch all of those recent three ones because I really like those. Was that Mark Wahlberg? No, that was. Uh, <laughs>
2: The one with no hair.
1: No, the one, oh, the one with no hair. Yeah, the,
2: the jacked one with no hair. Yeah, he's
1: the. He's like, whoa, whoa, I, think, I think I saw
2: a chimpanzee. <laughs> I, think I saw a bonobo.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Bill, say uh, hello to a bonobo for me. It's always a pleasure to hang and talk and all that. Uh, we'll have one more of these together before we see you in Vegas. Are you excited?
4: You. you- I am super excited about Vegas. You just called me uh, Bill again, which will. I did. If Bill does come if Bill Shit. comes to Vegas. <laughs> that's going to be really confusing. Why do I oh, keep no. doing that? Why do We're I keep doing that? Have to get name tags for you two. I know we are. <laughs> why?
1: Why is Bill and Bobby so effed in my head? I don't understand it. I got to figure this out. I'm going in for help. I got to get real help on the Bill and Bobby split, you know?
4: That's right. I'll just keep calling you on it every time until you stop.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Um, I hope (laughs) you have a great week and that uh, all things science come your way. Oops, I did not mean to do that. Shit. Hold on one second. (laughs) I just closed the entire thing. What I meant to just do was kick Bobby out of the call, but instead I kicked everybody out of the call. There we go. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yes. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Let's get rid of him. There. All right. Uh, that was stupid. All right. Command Q when I should have command W.
2: I, I was gonna say you do know how that happened. I can guess how that happened. That's exactly. <laughs> I was stuck in the channel with Bobby still.
1: Exactly. Like me, hey, Bobby,
2: it was you and me still. Oops.
1: Um. All right. That's it for that. Let's get out of here on a on a quick. Uh, uh, this is an email or a text. I think it might be a text. This is from Nikki. Not sure it's our Nikki. Maybe. Hmm.
2: Might be. Well, she's got she spells her name like Doctor Nikki.
1: Yeah, this might be her. If it is, that's even better because acrobans. That seems like something she would write in about. But anyway, totally does says so, yeah. hi guys. In case you were wondering, AI generated images of animals also have creepy fingers. Someone gave a scientific talk at my university about mice, and I was impressed at how they had managed to get such precise and well lit images of their mice doing experiments. Until I noticed they all had nine fingers on each hand. <laughs> Grow the no yo, Nikki. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah, it's a telltale sign. Uh, Patrick this morning put up some picture of um, I don't know what it was. Somebody performing on a stage, Japanese mm. performer or something. Yeah. And they were beautiful images, really nicely colored and lit. And you, I could tell immediately they were they were AI, but they were nice. They looked nice. Hmm. But mm-hmm. then you zoom in, one of her hands is backwards. This hand's got two thumbs for some reason she had a her hair which was supposed to be wispy was like creating a beard so her beard was going down oh her chin. god weird okay it's like you yeah. just as much as those things keep improving yeah they're there's still, pretty still some
2: telltale signs that slip in every once in a while yeah.
1: yeah and i would share it if i remembered it but there's a link somewhere where a group of researchers decided that hey instead of using our ai tools to make a bunch of stuff we're going to use ours to be a way to detect things that are AI generated, whether it's text, images, or whatever. I wish I remember the name of it, but it was very cool. You can run an image or a block of text through their system, and it will tell you with a percentage chance. Real or fake. Uh-huh. Real or fake. So it'd be like 99% sure this is AI, and it will even tell you what tool they think it was made it in, because these tools have these signature things, and... It was it was great. Really, that, made, that actually oh, wow. made me really happy because it just felt like there hasn't been a lot of equilibrium to this yeah, massive yeah. Uh, explosion, this gold rush on AI, and mm-hmm. it's nice to see somebody say, "Hey, what if we had a way to like, you know, make sure that that definitely wasn't Trump being tackled by cops in that picture, <laughs> or that wasn't you know <laughs> the Pope uh, in his stupid wrapper coat or whatever, which is the one that fooled everybody, anyway." I'll try to find it and share it. I don't know where I saw that. Um, Okay, that's it for that. Thanks for that uh, message. We appreciate it. Tonight, you can catch me and John Jagger uh, continue our playthrough, part three, in fact, of our Resident Evil 4 remake playthrough. That'll be tonight on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash frogpants, or later on YouTube. Uh, So that series continues and will continue until we're done with it. So uh, check that out each and every Tuesday night from 3 to 5 p.m. in the afternoon, Mountain Time. Uh, Brian, you got anything coming up or going out today or anything? Uh,
2: no, there will be a soundography going up this week. Um, I can't remember who it is, but, uh, it'll be a good one. Might be, I don't know if we've posted the Shania episode yet or if we haven't, but that could be, could be Shania. Shania um, no, it looks like we have posted. Oh, the, the, one of my favorite bands from the, uh, the nineties, eighties, late eighties uh, and nineties and today, uh, a band called the, the. Horrible SEO, great band.
1: Yeah, I agree. Shania Twain having a moment here, I guess. She's having some comeback stuff going has, on.
2: Yeah, she had a brand new album that came out that was really, really good. She's dropped that horrible mutt husband of hers. Well, she did that a while back, but... Yeah, um,
1: that's yeah. good. Get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, and she looks Who great. Who cheats on her.
2: Shania Twain? Honestly. Yep.
1: Yeah. and she looks great. She does. She looks lovely at her She's, age. And her singing, she still sounds amazing. I feel like a woman. That's her,
2: right? That's her, (laughs) yes. That and that don't impress me much and and that sort of thing. Anyway.
1: Yeah, there it is. All right, check it out. Soundography, wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for today. Go support us at patreon.com slash TMS. And if you're looking for links to all our other uh, tomfoolery, you'll find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. Hey, Brian, play music, please. Yes,
2: I will do that. Jim from Northern California wrote in and said, hi, birthday and suit. Jim from Northern California here. On Wednesday, tomorrow, April 12th, I'll be turning the uninteresting age of 56. Oh, I'm taking the day off of work and going for a bike ride and maybe see a movie if something interesting is out. Uh, I'm requesting a cover of or by Authority Zero. I'd never heard of this band until Mr. Coverville played one of their songs on TMS. Really enjoyed the song, so I went and listened to their whole discography on Amazon Music, and I really like their music. Uh, Scott, play a random sound clip
1: here. All right, well, first you get this.
2: Let's party!
1: How do you not get that, right? right.
2: Yeah, that's a requirement, sure.
1: And then here's here's I don't know what this is. Smoke weed every day. Here's your random. That's your nice, random. that's a
2: good random one. Mm-hmm. Uh, signed, Jim. Uh, P.S. You should come out to San Francisco next January for F uh, SF Sketch Fest. Have some live shows, meetups. I'll be retired and happy to help. So Sketch, Sketch Fest, Fest is Scott, like
1: a. What is that, like uh, st- Like comedy sketch
2: type thing? It's for uh, it's a thing where things are kind of sus. You show there. oh, it's a little sketch. Oh, it's You're a little sketch sketchy.
1: Fest. Oh, I see. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Uh oh, it is well, a comedy. I, I'm assuming it's a drawing. Uh, oh, it is. It is a comedy festival. A comedy I festival. It a,
1: I thought it'd be it art, too. It art sounded thing. like art. Plus, they have a whole thing about Bill Plimpton on the top. But, oh, I love
2: Bill Plimpton.
1: But I think what they're saying is he's just part yeah. of this. Huh. That's it's cool. It's a comedy deal. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Comedy deal. Sketch
2: All right, fest. anyway. Uh, so, Authority Zero, happy to play another song by Authority Zero. This is one I have not played before from their album, Andiamo from 2004. Here's their cover of Wall of Voodoo's Mexican Radio. Feel the hot wind on my shoulder And the touch of a world that is older I hit the switch and check the number I leave it on and then I slumber I hear the rhythm, am ringing through it Come and guitar and go music I hear the talking of the DJ The a listen. what does he say? I'm on a Mexican radio I'm on a Mexican
4: world
0: Ya hi i she- she-
4: like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. I see you're drinking
1: 1%. Is that because you think you're fat?
4: Oh, man.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.